This is a Diet of Brussels. What are the lessons of the Greek referendum for the UK uh, and the vote that's happening here? Well, we're here the morning after the night before. Uh, the Greeks have voted against uh, the proposal that was put to them. And uh, we've got a number of things which I think we can draw as immediate lessons. And clearly it's a bit soon to be thinking uh, more long term. First one is the importance of uh, the framing and the presentation of the debate that's taken place. What's been clear here is that in a very short time, in a week, we've organised a referendum. Uh, so stark contrast to the British case. We've got people mobilised to go and vote. And the result of that is, well, it's unclear, frankly, what it means. It's not entirely clear what people were voting for or against, how they understood the consequences of their vote. I don't think anyone really understands the consequences of the vote. But the way in which the vote is presented is uh, very important. So the Greek uh, governments, led by Syriza and Alexis Tsipras, uh, I think were very good at uh, showing uh, a, a way for people to vote no, which basically was about uh, going back to the renegotiation uh, of the terms of austerity and of any bailouts, and as a way of strengthening the hand of the Greek government. In the context of Greece, uh, five years into uh, some very, very painful austerity, that's clearly a message which resonates. It's interesting also the way in which uh, those who are supporting the yes vote, uh, particularly those outside of Greece, framed this as saying no to uh, any kind of assistance, uh, saying no to uh, membership on not only of the euro but also of the EU. Now, that kind of uh, approach uh, clearly didn't pick up nearly as much uh, traction as might have been expected. So the consequence here, I think, is, is, is useful. That the, the way the question is presented, the way it's articulated, I think will tell a lot about uh, the likely chances of success. So the ability to communicate a convincing narrative, uh, I think, matters. It's not really realistic that a no in this vote would actually have left uh, the Greeks uh, clearly hanging out to dry in terms of membership of uh, either the euro or of the uh, EU as a whole. It's also important to recognise the way in which referenda are staging posts. We saw that with the Scottish votes uh, last year. We're seeing it now. The way in which uh, you've now got uh, a return to negotiations, uh, you've got the uh, resignation of Yanis Varoufakis, the uh, finance minister, who uh, somehow now decides that he acknowledges that he'd uh, poisoned the well with uh, calling his uh, counterparts terrorists. All of those things are steps in a process towards renegotiation. Now, that's less of an issue here in uh, the UK because uh, we're doing the renegotiation before. But certainly, if we're thinking about uh, what uh, might come out of it, there's a way in which you could say, well, perhaps we might reject the membership, but then use that as a way of saying, well, if we say no, we could go back again and uh, try and get a, a better deal. So there's a, a zone of ambiguity in the British case, which I think will be exploited uh, to the full by both uh, yes and no camps. Third uh, thing that I would want to, to stress here as an impact is the way in which this directly impacts on the British debate. The failure to get popular approval for that uh, particular set of uh, packages, not that they were still on the table, but that's another 
discussion uh, and for somebody else to do a series of podcasts about. The way that that's happened means that we've, we're going back into another extended period of negotiations. Already we've seen proposals for summits and meetings and uh, what have you through this week and beyond. This means the focus of the EU, particularly of the Eurozone countries, is going to continue to be on Greece for the foreseeable future. One way or another, this is going to take at least the summer and probably well beyond that. Now, the longer that goes on, the longer David Cameron will find himself in the position he was in the other week in the European Council, where uh, it is a kind of a triviality for most member states. And again, as I've discussed in uh, a previous podcast, uh, that might be good, that might also be bad. That the patience of Eurozone uh, governments is probably wearing pretty thin right now with Greece, or has worn thin, and that might then extend to anyone else who try and chances their arm on uh, what feels a bit like a specious uh, quest. So we will continue to watch what happens in Greece, and I think that will be something that... uh, both yes and no camps will take a lot from in the future here in the UK.